What's going on, smelly ones? Dr. Drill here, driving home on a rainy night. Been a long but fruitful day. Started out friggin' proctoring an exam for my anatomy and physiology students. Hopefully they all kicked ass and took names. Had a young woman who I'm very friendly with. Uh, she's one of the less shy ones, you know. She was encouraged to come up and talk to me about uh, some of the content last semester and wanted me to look at an x-ray of a dog's foot, had surgery. So, a little friendship. Turns out she, she lives up my way. And at least I knew her name, you know, among 60 individuals. I got to know her fairly well. And uh, I was wondering what, you know, she's kind of subdued lately. I haven't seen her. She hasn't come up to me. She didn't score very well on the last exam. And she, I, I, when I was passing out the exams this morning, I said, how are you doing? She's uh, not really good. I got a lot going on right now. I knew she was moving up by me, and I said, "Move, still happen. Everything good, you know." I know that can be stressful. She came down to me after the exam and explained that she had had been suffering from depression and she was really in a bad place. Seeing a therapist confided me about this, and I said, "You know, is there anything I could do to help you?" Uh, make today a great day. I said, I sometimes uh, get a, some cases of the melancholies and so on and so forth. She's got the stresses of the world on her. Feels like that right now, right? With her academic studies and life whole nine yards. And so, as I mentioned before, everywhere you go, you're going to find people who are confounded by stress-related illness. It's rampant in our society today. Um, so that was, uh, you know, there's another couple students as well. Of course, of course, it was a rainy day today, so a lot of uh, students had a, on top of their exam, the weather and the end of the week, let's get it over with sort of attitude. And I had some of my students who are on the lacrosse team. I knew they had a game on Tuesday. And they were excited about how to leave class early. I didn't hear any follow-up about the game, so I kind of surmised that they lost. And they did, 15 to 10. Rutgers. Gotten to know these ladies, and I, I appreciate the work they put into their schoolwork, as well as their team, their athletics. And I respect them. And so tried to cheer them up and ask them what they're going to do, hang their head about it, and try to motivate them, get them friggin' riled up about getting back on the track to win, appreciating the loss, figure out what they did wrong, and I know their coach very well, she's awesome, she's big into sports psychology, she's got a degree in it, so I know that she's coaching them well and preparing them for the comeback, which is going to be bigger than the setback, so interesting, you know, that was my morning, I go home. Ran some errands, went to the dentist, got a clean bill of health, no car dental caries, which is awesome, right? Nice experience there, and I went to teach again this afternoon. It was a very busy day. Taught at the acupuncture school. So, 
staying on the topic of stress-related illness, we're covering the digestive system today, and, uh, you know, I'm very, um, putting on the content. Get that squared away in a second. Um... fucking covering the digestive system. So I'm very conscientious about my uh, content. I want to get this material across to them very well. I've got a good rapport with the students so far. It's going to be my third class with them or whatever. So still getting to know them, conducting my business best I possibly can. So I was a little anxious about that. You know, I want to get my equipment set up. And some of the students come up to me and say, Hey, Dr. Rowe, are you going to come down with us? We're doing our meditation class. And so I said, All right, let me get my stuff set up here. And then I'll I'll come down. He said, Just take your shoes off and come into the room. Quietly, you know. And so I said, What the hell? I'm going to do this. Uh, There's this gentleman named Reverend Song who runs a show. And he is what you would imagine from... uh, coming from a, uh, I think he's South Korean, and he is uh, a reverend and probably a teacher, and anyway, he teaches the meditation curriculum there, and maybe some other things. He seems very legit, a very lean, baggy pants, you know, kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, acupuncture-esque, baggy pants, very comfortable, he's got a kind of an Asian uh, long sleeve shirt. It looks like a kung fu outfit, kind of, right? So, I'm speaking without knowing the proper terminology, but he looked like a legit friggin' meditating, meditation teacher, sensei, spiritual, whatever, Reverend Song. And so, I walk into the room, take my shoes off, and I step in, and they were doing a, a walking meditation. And this was very new to me. I mean, meditation to me, it's like, all right, find a comfortable place, sit, lie down, whatever you want. Uh, But this is like legit walking meditation. So when I say walking, imagine it's a rectangular room, relatively small, but enough to fit 25 people in there circled up, kind of in an oval configuration. Hardwood floor, like a pine light-colored hardwood floor and pillows in the center circled up. There's a square pillow and there's a a round pillow. Yellow and black, respectively. Low-lit, you could hear the the rain pitter-pattering outside coming down from the drain pipes of the large kind of industrial building. And the walking meditation involves a very slow, a very deliberate step with the right foot, step with the left foot, shift your weight, kind of balancing act and a breathing exercise all in one. Put your hands on your chest or your heart and walk around in your circle. You're kind of, I'm focusing on the people in front of me. Uh, There's no bottlenecks. It's just a very deliberate pace, and you don't move until the person in front of you moves. And choosing your your steps very carefully, 
I'm wondering if my students were, you know, cracking little peeks at me, trying to see what, you know, what kind of bearing Dr. O has or how comfortable does he feel. I mean, they're probably paying any freaking attention to me at all, right? But, um, you know, I was a little self-conscious because I never did this before. So, walking very deliberately, choosing my footsteps, looking at other people, stealing glances to see what their technique was. We did that for about a half hour, and then we faced inboard, and he explained we're going to meditate just for um, standing, and we're going to breathe into the nose and out through the mouth, and then we sat, and explained about breathing through our belly and the chakras and the, um, the emphasis where, you know, what, what this meditation is all about, spiritual practice and trying to tap into your subconscious mind and holy shit, man, it was legit. It was my first real meditation experience with somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about and it was pretty friggin' awesome, right? Pretty awesome. Um, and I had a great time when I left there I felt relaxed we climbed the stairs to the third floor and I taught my lesson in about an hour and a half and then I took off went to the office and saw some patients Uh, the experience left me feeling very peaceful and in control of my um, you know with, with composure in control of my emotions and my breathing and my body and my mind synced up and I'm going to try to go there every week. I'm really excited for to continue doing this regimen. So, diesel. Got to pull in here get some gas. So, pretty cool experience. Reverend Song hasn't seen the last of me. I shook his hand when I left. He said, you're welcome and, and, and all the students were very warm, and everybody kind of just, it seemed like there was a degree of teamwork there, like there was no judgment, everybody was just going about their practice of meditation, and finding their center, what an incredible thing to be taking a a four credit class where the idea is for you to relax, so I'm going to do more of that, and I'm going to encourage some of my other students and the people in my life to adopt this practice, even my family and my children, to um, to find their center. And if you do that in, in the form of prayer or uh, meditation or just finding you know, maybe some creative endeavor or whatever it is, whatever you're into that brings you to this place where you're offloading some of your nonsense, I think that's a wonderful thing. I encourage you to do so. I mentioned earlier uh, in the form of a Facebook post to some of my anatomy students that, you know, that I, I stumbled upon this video and, and talk about body language. Uh, this is about smiles and how um, all these penis heads are doing running their mouths at the freaking gas pump. So uh, the. Um, it's about smiling. So science says that if you smile, even if you force a smile, kind of a manufactured grin, that 
it um, it turns on the anatomy and physiology in your mind that makes you feel good. You smile, maybe you laugh, maybe you uh, listen to your favorite music and sing like a fool in the car. Maybe you play with your kids when you get home from a long, hard day of work. Um, you find the joy in the small things around us. Things that are a blur and that kind of get hidden in the background of the mundane. Driving in the commute to work. Uh, stressed out on the commute to work. That you hate your boss. You're frustrated with your current state of health and fitness or um, the stress that you're under. Everybody is um, surrounded by these concerns and these experiences. And so I was telling a, um, a patient this evening who is actually a psych- school psychologist that I'm, missed, I'm a little pissed at myself for knowing enough about meditation and mindfulness for years and not acting on it in a consistent way to really make an impact in my life. Because I think that, uh, I mean, I'm glad to have discovered, rediscovered it and to be acting on it. And I promise that I'm going to be um, maintaining this practice and encouraging other people to do so because the world gets faster and faster and more and more stressful, um, despite it being one of the, the best worlds that man has ever seen data that suggests that the times are as good as they've ever been in terms of people having money and health care and disposable income and food on the table and shelter and um, the times are comparatively good but yet we're still stressed technology schedule the western uh, grind that I, 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 I feel that so many are engaged in we need a method to escape from that, to give us, to create space. And I was happy to have had the experiences I did today. And I'm going to go home and do some more mindfulness before I hit the rack, get a good night's sleep. And I uh, love my family. You guys, I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Have a good night. Huh! <laughs>